Welcome to another episode of Daniel in a Tractor. My wife and I went out for a bit of a morning breakfast date yesterday and she ordered the pancakes and the waitress said no problem. Then she came back a few minutes later and said, actually, sorry, we have run out of pancakes. What do you mean? How on earth does someone run out of pancakes? All you have to do is mix some milk, some flour, a few eggs together and pour it on a pan. Disappointing. Get your act together. Now, I did have plan, other plans for this episode, but I've just changed my mind. And the rest of this episode is going to be about my good friend, Chang because I believe he himself needs to get his act together. So if anyone listens to this, like more than one episode, uh, you know that Chang was on a few episodes ago talking about his experience with a bloke named Brett Barnes who was involved in the Michael Jackson scandal. Very interesting story Chang had to tell. But a couple, well, there's three issues I'm going to talk about, uh, Chang, today. The first one is disposable masks. So I caught up with him on the weekend. And the first thing I noticed was his mask. It was absolutely disheveled. It was a disposable mask. It was disheveled. It looked old. It needed renewing, and it just got me thinking, how long can you wear a disposable mask for obviously I think you're meant to wear them once and that is it I probably wear mine a couple of times if I duck into the shops whatever but Chang's mask was a disaster Um, I didn't ask him on the day but I since have reached out to him to ask him Chang when did you start wearing that mask it was 2000 (laughs) in early 2005 whoa so it's 16 years old, Chang tells me. So it's pretty much just a breeding facility for COVID-19 and other SARS-related viruses. It's probably got about 15 strains of COVID in there. It's just a death wish waiting to happen. So Chang, get your act together, get some new masks, start rotating them babies through. Now the second issue I've got with Chang is He's trying to sell four tyres on Facebook. The post comes up every single day. Chris Dallard, for sale. Four tyres, $650. Now, everyone knows that when you're selling things online or buying things online, the price that's advertised, that's not the price that the item is going to be sold for. So if you're asking $650, you know, you could probably reasonably expect to get a $500 offer or whatever and I know for a fact that Chang has had offers on these tyres some very reasonable offers but this stubborn man will not 
accept anything less than $650. Now, he even had one offer of $650, and all he had to do was deliver the tyres to the buyer, and he would not even do it. I don't care that the buyer was in Warrnambool, probably be a six-hour round trip. That's irrelevant. If you want to sell your tyres, you've got to give and take to get the desired result. So, Chang, get your act together and sell the tyres. The third thing on the Chang agenda was actually raised by the man himself. He is very keen to inject himself into the podcast. His last episode is now only the third highest rating and he wants to improve on that ranking. So he sent me a voice message. Um, He calls it What the Chang, the hot take version. And he's angry about something. Whether or not it's a valid reason to be angry, I'm not sure. But I will play it in just a moment and then I will respond and you can make up your mind for yourself. Here he is. What the Chang hot take version. All right. It's another edition of What the Chang hot take edition. It is where I get something off my chest that's really annoying me and I do it in a slightly angry tone. For a long time. I've been telling people that the worst run sport in the whole world is international cricket. And once again, they've done it. Just read an article, or saw an article, a headline, I don't read articles, a headline that said, now with Australia's T20 win, maybe we'll be more interested in the short form of the game. Well, here's the problem. No one watched it. Because they put it on at one o'clock in the morning on a Monday. Or if you're in New Zealand, who are also in the finals... About 4am. It's ridiculous. They were having games at 9 o'clock and that seemed much more reasonable. You're going to have it, really have to have it at that time, which you never did, by the way. 9 o'clock, probably about midday England time, probably in, in India and South Africa, maybe about 5 o'clock or something like that. And in New Zealand, it might have been 11 o'clock at night, so it's perfect for all people. But the, you're really going to make it at 1 o'clock in the morning, by the way. Do it on a Sunday morning, a Saturday night, okay? I, I just do not understand how poorly international cricket can be run. Touch one Lakes Sunday stable food comp is run better than this. <sighs> just annoys me for some reason. International cricket is a shambles at times. It's like boxing. Boxing's really run poorly as well. This clip's probably overkill, but nevertheless... Hope you're all going well. Talk soon. Hmm, so there's Changi's hot take. He makes some reasonably valid points, I suppose. Uh, I was going to do some fact-checking. I was going to check the actual time zones to see if he was correct that there could be an actual ideal time where everyone would get to view the game at a reasonable hour. But to be honest, there's only one fact that needs to be checked. And it's not, it doesn't even need to be checked. It is just a fact. The fact is, India and the BCCI run cricket. So whatever they want, they get. Whatever they want to do, they do. So obviously they've wanted the T20 
final on at a certain time and that's what time the game is played there's nothing you can do about it Chang. there's nothing I can do about it there's nothing nobody nobody there's nobody that can do anything about it because where the money is is where the power is where the power is is India so just get off your high horse and set your alarm now, personally, I did not set my alarm because, honestly, I think the headline that Chris was talking about is correct. Australia doesn't care about 2020 cricket. I, myself, don't really... I care that we won the World Cup, but that's about it. I watched... I think I saw one ball prior to the final and then watched Australia's batting innings uh, on replay from the final. Now, the one ball... I saw prior to the final I do want to talk about because it was David Warner hitting a double bounce delivery for six and there was a bit of backlash people were saying it's unsportsmanlike which is ridiculous it's international cricket and that idiot bowled a double bouncer it deserves to get the full treatment but what I do disagree with is Justin Langer's assessment of what happened. Justin Langer said, and I will play the audio, well actually here's the audio of what Justin Langer said about David Warner hitting a double bouncer for six. It's one of the best things I've ever seen in cricket. Justin, that is not the best thing you've seen in cricket. It was just someone hitting a very slow delivery for six. It is a skill that is learnt probably from under 10s onwards when there's just numerous double bounces being bowled. Half of them are off the pitch. The kids are just running towards the ball and hitting it as hard as they can. So all David Warner has done is executed a skill that he probably learned from a young age and obtained a great result for the team. So, Justin, hopefully Mitch Marsh's brutal display in the final overtakes David Warner bullying a Pakistani bowler for the best thing you've seen on a cricket field. Come on, JL. Get your act together. Which brings me to the last part of this podcast and... It is where I message a celebrity on social media. This week I have elected to message the great Saurav Ganguly. And I'm not going to release the results on this podcast. You're going to have to go to Instagram. My Instagram, I'm going to post a screenshot of the interaction. Get to it now, at Funk on Instagram. Thank you for listening to Daniel in a Tractor.